What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Full 90 Podcast. Today is part two with Enna. We discuss her financial journey through football. We talk about all three countries and contracts she has had in Iceland, Bosnia, and now currently Turkey. Um, we discuss the differences, which there are quite a few, between the contracts and the countries and the clubs. Uh, and then, yeah, we talk about her per- personal finances, how she kind of manages her money, she, even though she's living in Turkey, she's not spending as little as Danielle. Uh, if you haven't heard that episode, go check it out. Um, they actually play in the final for the league uh, this coming week. So we wish them both luck. That'll be a very interesting matchup. Uh, and then we talk about Enna's ambitions. Um, we talk about how she treats herself and everything she does uh as a professional and basically she's just looking for a club a contract that matches those ambitions down the road Uh, i think it was a very interesting conversation and uh i enjoyed it and if you're enjoying the show please be sure to leave us a rating review pass us along to a colleague teammate friend uh, or an aspiring footballer and uh, without any further ado here's anna and i What I like to talk about is like how it's structured and kind of like what's included in the contract and then like the the resources or like the facilities of the club. So like with Daniel, we kind of compared it to the SEC, which was no comparison when you looked at yeah. like how and everything. So. Yeah, definitely. I listened to uh, her podcast, her episode. Um, but yeah, basically I agree with her same thing, like comparing it to the Big Ten and what I had yeah. at Purdue, like, you you can't compare. Like, we had every resource, like, known to man that you could want, um, gear and all that, like, cleats, stuff that we don't really have here. Um, but I think she was spot on with Iceland. Um, it's around, like, the 1,000, 2,000 euros uh, range, especially as your first contract. Um mm-hmm. Which was hard because, like, the cost of living in Iceland is expensive. I mean, we did have housing and a car, so that was nice. Um, but, yeah, it, it's hard to get by <laughs> with that much. Yeah. Especially because you guys were right. It, it was, like, the end of the month was the pay. So, like, you have yeah. to prep yourself coming there, which I I didn't know nothing about. So, I was, like, didn't expect that, you know. Luckily, I have... I saved up um, from coaching and all that. So it wasn't too much of a stress. Yeah. But resource wise, I mean, they had enough. It's not like they were, anything was lacking. Um, Gym, all of that. Uh, The only thing was like Danielle said, being an injured player, like you're kind of (laughs) screwed there. Yeah, you're in trouble. Yeah. Uh, Luckily, I didn't have anything like that over there so it was smooth sailing for me um but with uh turkey well in sarevo it was also about the same thing like the cost of living in bosnia is very low and like the norm like the average income for a person is very low it's like i know people working regular jobs there make like nothing more than like 500 dollars a month so yeah so as a foreigner coming in um obviously i wasn't going to be playing for that little money 
um, yeah. which they knew they had to prepare for that. Um, but still nothing crazy about around the same price range, um, salary wise over there. But Turkey, for me, whole different ballpark. Um, I don't know how it is for others. Um, I guess, especially like coming in as a right back, being recruited yeah. as a defender, I thought I wouldn't be making as much money as I am. I'd probably say it's like double, if not more, that I'm making here. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, well. which is very good. Like they're also, um, I have really had no problems with them, like the sports director and all that, talking to them like, hey, this is what I want. Like, uh, I want this and this and this. Um, they're pretty lenient with it all. Like, they're willing to hear you out. And, like, I didn't have any problems where we had to, like, compromise. I was like, okay, this and this. And they were like, all right, bet, deal. Um, but, yeah, I'd say over, more than over double the salary here, which is amazing for women's soccer, women's football. And... Uh, is that me? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> you're good. <All> right. <laughs> um, but the for me at least, I don't know how it is for other um, people, other foreigners playing. In my contract, I have bonuses included, so every okay. match that we win, um, depending on like how hard of a team it is, or like if like we are in the current situation, we're in playoffs, just like uh, Danielle. Um, they're offering us more, obviously. Um, but, yeah, that's a nice addition. I have that in my contract. So, like, that's guaranteed with me. And with my situation, since I'm living with my boyfriend, we got our own apartment. So we're paying that. Um, we just negotiated within my contract to add more money on to living since they weren't paying for my living. Okay. Yeah. Unfortunately, like, Danielle... Um, she's set over there at Fenerbahce, but she has yeah. like three meals a day. Um, they have a training center. I heard she has two fitnesses, like two physios. Like we have one physio, um, like a, in training, I guess she would say she's younger yeah. than me. Um, she's there every day. Like all of our, um, staff is here every day, which is nice, but it's like, we have a house. Our stadium's huge. We had the opportunity of taking it over from a men's team that played in Super League. I guess, I don't know if they went bankrupt. They lost the club. So about two years ago, Fumget got to take over that stadium. So it's amazing. Like, obviously, we can't fill it up. But it's a very cool experience just, like, coming in and seeing a huge banner of your face, like, hanging up in that stadium. And off to the side we have like a whole house that's supposed to be like the quarantine house so like um the day before matches if we have a home game we're supposed to be staying there like they have beds cots and all that um a kitchen uh, all of that you know like a game room and stuff unfortunately that's not fully renovated at the moment so we don't have meals included at all um which sucks i think if i knew that coming in I probably would have said like I want more included for food because like you got to treat your body right as an athlete like I got to watch what I eat um, and I try to eat like as healthy as I can um, but yeah otherwise not bad here I can't complain like coming in yeah. uh, Turkey 
the the money here is great like there's a lot more benefits um obviously depending on what position you play like i know one of my friends in her contract she has if i score 10 goals within the season i get this bonus or if we make it to the championship i get this bonus so like it's nice because like i learn from all these players they're willing to help you and they're like listen this is what you should ask for in your next contract so literally every time I go to a new club, I learned something new about it and how I should go about a contract and all that. And like Danielle said, it's really good to have a manager just to check all of that over. Um, I was fortunate yeah. enough to have my boyfriend who goes over all of that. And like, he has his manager as well, which like helps me. So that's nice. Yeah. Um, I'm in communication with other managers too, but yeah, I can't complain. It's pretty good just as long yeah. so do you guys do you guys have a men's team um we do not have a men's team here interesting yeah. so is that like when you like when we're talking about Fenerbahce obviously um not to discredit the women's team but a lot of it comes like the structure and the money comes through the men's team oh absolutely so like for your for your team just for your club just having a women's team um do you guys have like do you just still have all that structure in place like like the front office, does do they just handle everything? No issues? Ours isn't like as big and as organized as Danielle's team. So it's hard. Yes, like we don't have a front office. Like we have one lady who does everything. Like we call her like our mom, like the team mom. Because okay. she literally does everything. Like I remember coming here and having to get like my Turkish visa and all that. Like she was picking me up in her own car, like running errands back and forth, like before training. So it's like. It's not as organized as I would like it for a professional yeah. setting, but I mean, it gets a job done and a lot of them yeah. are very involved, which is nice. Yeah, of course. It's it's tough to compare to Finnebachi, yeah. just the level that they're on, of course. Um, but I was just curious, like how that looks, if it's more like a part-time type of Iceland where you have kind of volunteers doing stuff um, or like on the other end of the spectrum, Danielle is just... Yeah. They have a front office who's like probably 10 to 15 people just managing the players, the foreigners. Mm -hmm, which is super nice. Like, I would love to have that, especially like uh, coming into Turkey, like coming as a foreigner into Turkey. Like, I did not expect people to know as little English as they do here. So that was uh, kind of a hard adaptation. Um, mm -hmm. All the Turkish girls are so friendly. Like, they're so helpful. Whether they know one or two English words, they're always willing to help you. Like, we're on translate like all the time going back and forth like it's actually really funny but they're so helpful they're so welcoming it makes it a lot easier to be here yeah so when you when you're talking about um would well, you guys train in the morning or the afternoon it depends um lately we've been training in the afternoons based on like our game times is that because of the heat or just actually we train in like the worst time it's like three in the afternoon when it's like <laughs> scorching hot <laughs> Yeah, okay. So, like, is it, would your club, um, I know you said the foreigners make more, obviously, than the than the Turkish girls, but would your f club be considered, like, full-time? Uh, do most of the girls play full-time, or do they are they in school slash working as well? Um, I would say most of them play full-time, because considering we have a lot that, in this league, that are also on the Turkish national team, like, they have big names here, like... Yeah. Uh, our goalkeeper is like very well known. She's a great player, you know. Um, 
earned her stripes here basically um but yeah, yeah okay. i would say it's full time like even the turkish girls like uh the starting 11 ones they have a very good salary from i mean what i know uh yet the younger girls are obviously in school we have ones that are in university don't know like which universities they yeah. go to but not like fenerbahce where they have their university everything is like yeah, set course. for them dorms and all that but yeah they still have like uh we have a team house where girls can stay even if like they're from the area they can come there and stay yeah. early games and stuff so that's nice um but yeah my next stride would definitely be something like more of a professional aspect like that yeah of course so to kind of like backtrack a little bit and compare um when you talk about Sarajevo um were most of the girls like was that full time as well or most of the girls working slash school on the side or what uh how did that look so that that's a whole different ballpark um a lot of the girls i know especially if they're from bosnia they're either working or they're living with their parents you know um there's no chance some of these girls can go on their own and afford to rent an apartment buy food you know stuff like that Um, so a lot of them worked in um, Sarajevo's um, football program, like with the younger kids, younger teams and stuff. So I knew a lot okay. of them did that. But the ones that like me coming there, like that was full time for me. That's all I do. Yeah. Yeah. I, I It's kind of assumed as a foreigner going somewhere that you'll be um, paid, you know, a living wage, of course. But I'm just, of course, curious, uh -huh. um, you know, if it's full time or part time because... In Iceland, like it's technically, you know, it's part time. Yeah. A lot of people work, so I just like to compare and and see yeah. the differences between countries. But I was actually surprised by that, like with how many girls, um, not just like academically, are going to school, coming to training. Like, yeah, a lot. Some of them had jobs. Um, a lot of them were in the training program, just so like it would work out with our trainings. You know, wouldn't interfere with a job. Um, mm -hmm. which our coach thankfully like gave them that opportunity, which is really nice. Um, but yeah, I was also offered like if I wanted to coach there, just an extra salary. Um, but I just knew I wasn't going to stay there long. So I was just focusing on football for me. Fair enough. Okay. Well, the, the last bit's kind of uh, just about a little bit about personal finance, kind of how you spend your money. Um, so how much of your salary do you actually like, live on month to month in turkey um so <laughs> i listened to danielle's podcast and i'm like wow i want to be like you <laughs> yeah hers was insane two hundred dollars like i was waiting for her to oh like, yeah you know, i was waiting for her to zero <laughs> because it's like for me her a lot of her budget is saved because she doesn't have to worry about food like when she wants to cook she can cook but like she has that opportunity to always go And I would take that option like every day. She has to think about. Yeah. But me, yeah. on the other hand, like I have to um, buy groceries. Like it's a different situation because I'm with my boyfriend. Like he's playing mm -hmm. men's uh, super yeah. league. Like he's well off. Um, yeah. But yeah, I wouldn't say I spend too much. I can't give an exact amount because the last few months, like my the first month I was here, my mom came to visit. So like I literally blew through my first pay paycheck taking her yeah. places um buying yeah. gifts for family friends like just doing all that for her to bring back so yeah. but i would say it's great for me because like 
I could save up. I could pocket so much money. Yeah. You don't really have to spend much. Yeah, yeah. So you do, you do get to save a good chunk or invest a good chunk. However you, you, uh, manage your money. Oh, for sure. Um, with me right now, I'm saving up. I have my salary in euros. So that's always nice. Cause it's a better, uh, price yeah, for me <laughs> yeah <laughs> so i had that also in my contract which is another thing you okay. should um check over some people do it in mm-hmm. dollars i did in euros because that's the highest price you can get um which was a great thing for me like someone recommended that to me and i was like i didn't even think about that um yeah but yeah a lot of the girls um in turkey that i know of they say they get their pay and they'll take out the money like literally take out money and have it in euros because um lira the prices fall a lot so they'll take it out Mm -hmm. and they'll leave like every month like 500 bucks um the foreigners that have been here longer on my team the girls from ukraine have said the premiums that we get after games they're like we don't even touch our salary because we just use our premiums because like some like the the bonuses you mean yeah because you okay me being here longer like i'll get more bonuses so i don't have to really worry about my thing but they're like yeah we don't touch our salaries like that's just like what we save and then we use this but me coming into a foreign country all the time i i like to splurge sometimes yeah there's a there's a balance between enjoying so that's one thing i gotta work on exactly (laughs) maybe i might hit up danielle to help me out like with my spending (laughs) She'll just be like, yeah, go to the cafeteria. I'm like, I don't have a cafeteria. (laughs) Uh, Oh, one of the, one of the questions I didn't really ask Danielle, but I wanted to ask you was, um, have you experienced any, um, like late payments or anything like that? So, or any, just any issues with, yeah. On the money. So to be honest, yeah, I have, which is really frustrating as a foreigner, especially because I came here, like, Mm -hmm. again, towards the end of the season like I'm expecting to get my pay on time like especially coming from a place where like I never had like late paychecks like being in America it was always on time you have your direct deposit coming exactly on this day and then coming to a foreign country and they're like oh yeah like just a couple more days just a couple more days and you're like ah (laughs) like not liking the sound of that. Yeah, especially like that's the one thing I want is I want a professional perspective. When I'm here, like I'm a professional, I am going to act that way. I'm going to hold myself accountable that way. So I expect the same um, with the club that I'm working with. Like I want a professional aspect. Yeah. I want them to take their job seriously, take their role seriously, because if I'm going to come in every day, um, give a hundred percent training matches. Doesn't matter with what, um, I expect the same, like I'm going to go into a game and give my all and possibly who knows, uh, knocking on wood, don't get any injuries, but like you, don't even yeah, say <laughs> but yeah, that's the one yeah. thing I've been struggling with here. I'm just guessing since the earthquake happening and then the presidential election going on, like that's been tough but yeah. not bad can't complain still okay. coming in <laughs> yeah just a few days yeah just a few days late but, mm-hmm. you know, it is frustrating especially like we're saying when either you're in between like you have a month or two in between contracts where you're maybe 
have no income and then you're waiting a few extra days. Exactly. Just going. Yeah, I think uh, I think what you're saying is important. Like you treat yourself as a professional, um, so you kind of seek that in your club, which I just think is I think is great. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, if you're training and living daily as a professional, like the aspirations to be in a fully professional club, like that match your ambitions is exactly. I think it's fair. Yeah. Yeah. And it just keeps everyone accountable. Like, I just like having everything in order. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Okay, well, I think that's uh, the end of my questions. Um, so, again, thank you for joining and, and sharing some of these details. Yeah, of course. Thank you for having me. This was awesome. Yeah, I, you know, I love it. I love hearing all these stories and, and little tidbits of information. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. We wish you good luck in your game tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow. Okay. Is it a is it a one and done or is it two um, legs or what? No, we played our first match against this team at home and we won three one. So now we play them again at their home stadium, which I was shocked by for semifinals that we do that. But yeah, okay, that is interesting. Yeah. So. Okay. Well, good luck. Thank you so much. Hoping it goes well. All right. <laughs> and hopefully we'll talk to you later. get to play Danielle in the championship. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, that would okay, we we'd have to tune into that. That'll me. be dope. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, good luck and thanks again. Thank you so much. Bye, Kyle. If you made it this far, I just want to thank you. I just know I appreciate each and every listener. Uh, I hope you enjoyed this particular show and this particular guest. Uh, If you're enjoying the show as a whole, I just ask you to leave a rating and review on whatever platform you're listening to. uh, And then be sure to pass this on to a friend, colleague, teammate, uh, or an aspiring footballer that you may know. Uh, And again, I just want to thank you for listening to the Full 90 Podcast.